Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Wednesday, June 3rd. I am Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. Sega is releasing a series of miniature Game Gear handhelds with built-in games. EA is donating a lot of money to the Black Lives Matter movement. And a lot more game companies have responded to the nationwide protests. Sega announces a series of Game Gear micros, but they're only for Japan right now. In perhaps an effort to get ahead of Nintendo's potential plans to release some kind of Game Boy classic handheld, which is something I would love to see, Sega has announced a Game Gear Micro, which is a miniature version of a Game Gear that will come preloaded with games. Luke Plunkett reported on the currently Japan-only device for Kotaku and writes, To mark the company's 60th anniversary, Sega has decided to take one of its most notorious systems and re-release it in microform. It's not the Dreamcast or the Saturn, though. Rather, it's the handheld Game Gear. It's launching on October 6th in Japan for 4,980 yen, which roughly translates to about $45. There will be four colors available, black, blue, yellow, and red. The handheld is only 80 millimeters wide, while the screen is a tiny 1.15 inches across, though it'll be a little easier to see if you pre-order all four handhelds at once, as you'll get a free replica of the original Game Gear's big window magnifying accessory. It's a cool idea, and the marketing images for the thing show it fitting approximately in the palm of an adult hand, and the big window accessory feels very old-school Game Boy, as it is a magnifying glass that fits over the screen to artificially enlarge it. As Luke Plunkett said in their story, apparently the accessory is included if you pre-order all four of the systems, which is something you will, unfortunately, want to do if you want all the games, because each of the four colors offers a different collection of games. Obviously, it would have been a lot nicer for each system to just include all the games. So, there are four different options. The Black Micro has Sonic, Outrun, Royal Stone, and Puyo Puyo Tsu, which honestly might be the best of the bunch between Sonic and Puyo. The blue one comes with Sonic and Tails, Gunstar Heroes, Sylvan Tail, and Baku Baku Animal, which is actually pretty solid too between the other Sonic game and Gunstar Heroes. The red one includes Shinobi, Columns, and two Megami Tensei Gaiden games, which makes it historically interesting. Persona is big business now, so it would be interesting to go look at some of its predecessors with the Megami Tensei games. The last one, the yellow one, has Shining Force, Shining Force 2, Shining Force Final Conflict, and Natsu, Puyo, Aruru, Noru. There will also apparently be a pack that gathers all four Game Gears into one box for 27,255 yen, which is about 250 American dollars. 
It is releasing in Japan in October, and even though I don't love the way the games are distributed, I would still love to see it come to North America. I never owned a Game Gear, so I haven't played many Game Gear games, so this would be a great excuse to look back. Since the success of the NES Classic and the SNES Classic, everyone has been assuming that Nintendo will just keep going down the line and release an N64 Classic, and there has also been speculation that Nintendo might release something like this, but for Game Boy, which I would be all about. I would love a Game Boy Color Classic that gathers a bunch of Game Boy and Game Boy Color games and puts them all on one handheld system. And then maybe later there could be a Game Boy Advance Classic that does the same thing with Game Boy Advance games. With all its Super Nintendo ports and all of its original games like WarioWare and Zelda Minish Cap, the Game Boy Advance was really one of my favorite handhelds. I would love to have that with like Golden Sun and Drill Dozer and Castlevania Aria of Sorrow. That would be great. Electronic Arts is donating $1 million to the Black Lives Matter movement. EA has come out in strong support of the Black Lives Matter movement, which is exciting. I talked yesterday about its decision to delay Madden announcements in light of the protests and pointed out some of the hypocrisy related to how recent Maddens have handled Colin Kaepernick's inclusion in the game, which, quick aside, by the way, at Young Pontifex on Twitter pointed out to me that I totally mispronounced Kaepernick's name yesterday, so apologies for that. But after those initial well-meaning tweets, EA came out in a big way and is planning on donating a lot of money to the effort. EA's CEO Andrew Wilson wrote in a blog post, We are contributing $1 million to organizations dedicated to the fight for racial justice in the U.S. and against discrimination around the world, beginning with the Equal Justice Initiative, the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund, and with more partners to come, we are deepening our support for organizations working to stop systemic racial injustice, fight discrimination, and protect human rights in the U.S. and beyond. In addition to our company contribution, we'll double match any funds that you donate to these and any other local organizations through our Your Cause program during the month of June. In addition to supporting these organizations, driving change needs action from us all. The biggest impact can often be felt at local levels, and we encourage everyone to safely get involved. To that end, we're launching a new program to give everyone in the company an additional paid day each year to apply to volunteering in your community with all of our employees around the world that will represent more than 75,000 hours applied to the change we can make. In the coming days, we'll share a list of volunteer activities focused on fighting racial injustice, most of which can be undertaken from home while we still follow pandemic health guidelines. Then on June 19th, we will celebrate the Juneteenth holiday with an additional company-wide volunteering day and participate in forums and virtual activities organized by our Black Electronic Arts Team ERG. We'll share more details on all of this next week. The full blog post is linked in the show notes, and Wilson outlines a lot more that the company is doing internally to try and combat discrimination, and it's all really good. A lot of video game companies are sending out encouraging messages and supporting the movement, but this is, so far at least, maybe the one making the most effort, both financially and in terms of making changes from within, that I've seen so far. And I think it's great.
Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Publisher Humble Bundle announces $1 million fund to help black developers. And in more good news related to video games and the Black Lives Matter movement, publisher Humble Bundle announced recently a new fund to help black game developers. In a tweet, Humble Bundle wrote, We stand in solidarity to condemn racism and violence against the black community. Humble believes in empowering and uniting communities through gaming and will leverage our platform to help achieve racial equity everywhere. Today, we are announcing a $1 million fund dedicated to helping publish games by black developers. We will have more updates about the fund and other ways we are actively supporting organizations soon. In the meantime, the humble community has always supported worthwhile causes in times of need, so please consider donating to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund or Race Forward hashtag Black Lives Matter. That's good news. Humble Bundle is an interesting company that started pretty much exclusively as a charity organization that sold game bundles to raise money for various causes. And you could basically pick your price for collections of games and decide which charities your purchases went toward. A lot of my Steam library actually comes from purchases made over there. And now Humble has transitioned into a full game publisher while continuing its charity efforts. It's an interesting story. Nintendo joins the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm sharing a lot of these statements from game companies because even if they are undeniably brands tweeting about social issues, which sometimes feels like empty platitudes, I would rather see them do this than just be silent. But I did want to specifically single out Nintendo, which tweeted something this morning. It feels late to the party at this point, but the Nintendo America Twitter account wrote, Nintendo shares the pain felt in the United States after the tragic death of George Floyd, and we stand with the black community and all those who recognize our shared humanity and fundamental belief in equity and justice. We reject bias, exclusion, oppression, and the violence that leads to these completely unnecessary deaths. We are committed to fostering equity, inclusion, and diversity in all aspects of our business and the work we do. Nintendo is a very apolitical company for reasons, I mean, I can honestly understand. First of all, even though it does do a lot of business in America, it is a Japanese company primarily, so it probably prefers not to get wrapped up in the social issues of the United States. I'm not trying to make an excuse for them by any means. I just think that's where they're coming at it from their perspective. 
I also think Nintendo mostly still considers itself a toy company that creates fun experiences for gamers of all ages and even focuses more towards younger players, which is fine, frankly. Video games are toys. I love them, and some have genuinely made me cry and have told mature, compelling stories, but they are still a form of entertainment. I would argue the best form. All of that is to say I appreciate Nintendo having at least something to say. It's not a lot compared to a company like EA, which I discussed earlier, but I honestly didn't expect Nintendo to make any kind of statement at all. So I'm happy to see it speak up. Here's what released today. Sea of Thieves is out today on Steam, which is interesting. Sea of Thieves is the rare, and when I say rare, I mean both versions of the word, rare, capitalized, the developer of the game, and rare, as in uncommon, but it's the rare Microsoft-published exclusive game. It released on Xbox One and the Windows Game Store in 2018, and today it comes to Steam, which makes you wonder what the future of Microsoft-published PC games is going to look like. Is it important to Microsoft that its games be purchased through the Microsoft Online Store, or is it only for a certain period of time? Will all of Microsoft's games eventually come to Steam? Halo is there now. Will we see stuff like like Fable 2 on there at some point? I'm not sure, but I think Sea of Thieves will do well on Steam. The fun of that game is to play with a dedicated vocal crew. And I think on Steam, people have deeper friends lists. So it might lead to more cooperative opportunities, which is where that game really shines. Awesome P2 is out today on Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. It's a throwback platformer that looks like a lost Game Boy game, complete with the green tint and everything. It looks very challenging. There are a lot of spikes on screen. I like the soundtrack featured in the trailer. It's only $4.99, currently on sale for $3.99, so it might be worth looking at if you want an old-school platforming challenge. Dead Cells is out today on the Google Play Store for Android devices, which is arguably probably not the best way to play that game, but it is a good game, and you can use a controller to play, so if nothing else, it's nice to see the game be made available on more platforms. I played a good bit of Dead Cells when it left early access, and I love the look of the game and the platforming and combat feel really good, but I just I couldn't really get into the roguelike angle of it. I've never been a huge roguelike guy in general, but Dead Cells is one of the few where I made some real progress. That's it for gaming news today. I have a link in the show notes to a story Kotaku is running that is gathering up the statements from various game companies regarding the Black Lives Matter movement and sharing each of their larger plans about what each company is doing. I discussed a lot of the statements and plans today and even yesterday, but Kotaku has a good full picture of everything that is happening and, as is the case for some companies, not happening. It's a good read. Developer Atomic Wolf and publisher Walkabout Games was nice enough to send over a code for the Switch game Liberated after I reached out to them yesterday, which was very nice. I started playing it last night, and it's interesting. 
and also very strange to play right now with everything happening in the world. But in terms of more detailed feedback, I want to play a little more before I get into it. There are times when it looks a lot like Inside from Playdead, which is very cool. I beat Bioshock 2's Minerva's Den DLC last night, and it was very good. It tells a compelling story, and I could kind of see the Gone Home inspiration right at the end when you walk through one of the characters you're interacting with throughout the whole DLC's home slash lab right before walking into an elevator to see credits. You can kind of look around at all their stuff and get a little bit of a sense of who they were just by being in their space, which is the interesting charm of Gone Home. Just looking around someone's home and picking up a story from environmental clues I am glad I played it after all these years. I want to finish Liberated, then maybe play some more Final Fantasy XIII, but after that I want to dive into Bioshock Infinite's DLC. If you have corrections or just feedback in general, feel free to send me tweets or TMs to either at Kyle M. Hilliard or at Gaming Ride Home, or you can send an email to kyle at ridehome.info. And please consider leaving a review for the podcast wherever you listen to it. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator, where I'm playing through Resident Evil Code Veronica X right now. And you can find me on the MinMax show for more long-form video game discussion. MinMax actually has a GoFundMe going right now to raise money to help rebuild Minneapolis. Proceeds are going toward the West Broadway Business and Area Coalition, which is partnering with Northside Funders Group to support local businesses in North Minneapolis. I will have a link in the show notes if you want to go take a look at that, and I hope you will consider lending it some support. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.